everybody else, Roman Reigns might be impossible. That's kind of my thing. He can't be any more than Randy's understudy. There's no way that Cody will survive Stardust. And there's no way that 10,000 people would pay to see me and my buddy's little indie show. At WrestleMania, undesirable has already become undeniable. You can be the tribal chief. You can be the head of the table. You can be the biggest superstar in the world. But the one thing that Roman Reigns will not be is the WWE Undisputed Universal Champion. You ever won that one? Have you ever even competed for one of these? Have you ever been in the main event of WrestleMania before? I done did all of that. The only way that I can exist is by beating you at WrestleMania. You destroyed the jury. They showed me another way, a stronger way. Now you see, what you did at promo series was you brought people together. You made the bond between Chad and I stronger and turned to your family, to Phoenix. It will be a tag team promo exhibition. Travis Walker Anderson and Cypher representing the modern day outlaws versus the Phoenix and our common friend, The Shape, to crown the first ever match wrestling tag team champions. Me and you on the grandest stage of them all for the United States Championship. You're not ready. If I win, you lose everything. You're done. And you just made the biggest mistake of your life. Ago, I stood in this ring and I challenged Charlotte Flair and she she put me in my place I don't like the natural flow I don't like the normal formula and I don't like things being overplayed at Wrestlemania I put you in your place You wanted a fight at WrestleMania? Fire! You're on! At WrestleMania, son. You got through to me, and I finally realized it was time to get over everything. It was time to take down the bloodline together. This ain't Hollywood. This isn't even WrestleMania. As a matter of fact, this is Promomania. And now, Max Wrestling and the Click Talk Network presents Promomania 8, Night 1. It's Tuesday, it's Night 1. Welcome to Promomania 8, an event of epic proportions. This is your captain speaking along with El Jefe, Moses Marquez. Tonight is stacked and we can't wait to get started. Damn right. So coming up tonight on night one, Mr. I Am Bank 2023 will be decided. We have two promo exhibitions and the television championship is on the line in the main event tonight. But we are joined by one of my two opponents in the I Am Bank Challenge. It's all good because he's fam. It's my boy, Trav, the Walker Anderson. How you doing, big dog? Yes, sir. I'm here, man. That's about the best I can say. You and me both, baby. Yeah, I'm feeling slightly outnumbered here. <laughs> It's all good. We have we're we're on lack of caffeine, so we can't do too much. <laughs> um, I mean, we were gonna have DC on too, but he had to run to work. But don't worry, we have recorded his trivia already, so Beautiful. um, 
we still got a triple threat on the way. Before we begin, hit that subscribe button on youtube.com slash maxwrestling. Follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you may be listening. And don't forget to visit maxwrestling.net.weebly. Wait, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com for all your Max Wrestling needs. How long has it been? Are we still getting the website fucking It's wrong? been like a month. It's like, well, it's <laughs> difficult. It's difficult. Anyway, yeah. with that being said, let's kick it on with some promo action. They have met on three occasions, twice at Promo Climax and once at King of the Mike. Mike is back on his John Cena tour, if you will, and Rob is fresh out of retirement to go at him one more time. It's Michael Arkin versus Robert Davis in a promo exhibition. He's back, sir. Just when I thought I was out. He's back. They back in. I'm thinking I'm back! Max Wrestling Podcast. It's been a while, hasn't it? Now you're probably thinking to yourself, why come back now? Of all times to come back and do a promo, why now? Honestly, I gotta say, why not? I mean, really, who's gonna stop me from doing this? Nobody, really. You know, even though I've been away for a while, I've still been kind of watching, uh, you know, observing here and there. And honestly, I gotta say, it's downright embarrassing what promos have become. You know, to think what people like myself, Amir Blackman Costello, the Demoness, to see the thing that we laid the foundation for, the thing that we worked so hard to build up just to be what it is now is downright embarrassing. And I gotta be honest with you, I felt a little guilty about it. I was the first one to bring in a dark character. I was the first one to bring the cinematic aspects. I was the first one to start playing music in the background of my promos. I really kind of set the bar for what things had become and I felt bad about it because I feel like it was my fault. But then I really started to think about it and it's not my fault. It's your fault, Mike. You're the one that brought in all the over the top singing and dancing. You're the one that turns in 30 minute promos. You're the one that spits out these obscure 90s pop references that probably only you and a few of your dork followers actually probably know. They call you the podcast machine. It's more like the podcast garbage disposal because all you spit out is trash, Mike. You spit out more quantity than you do quality and you seem to misunderstand the fact that just because you put out a lot means that you're actually good. If half the stuff you put out was actually good, you might get somewhere. Now, I gotta be honest with you. Not everything you put out is the drizzling shits. The LFC podcast. Now, Mike, your face is all over that brand. Hell, you're even on the Roku. You've done ring announcing. You do a lot of good things for them. Hell, you even got these mouth-breathing neckbeards jealous of you. Because you hang out with women in lingerie all the time. And... Are we really that jealous of man bear pig larkin over here? Have you ever even been with a woman, Mike? Would you even know what to do? I mean, lingerie or not, I kind of got this feeling that you'd probably crumble in your hand like you're crumbling right now. You say I have to worry about surviving you. Please, Mike. A couple of years ago, I was in a hospital bed dying. My own body was eating itself alive. What were you doing? Downing pills because you thought nobody loved me. Come on, dude. You're nothing more but a pimple on my ass. On a good day at that. Honestly, I, I gotta be really honest with you, Mike. If this was a competition and I won, it just means you suck. Even if I lose, you still suck. So, I guess all in all, what I'm trying to say here is you suck. Regardless. I know that. You know that. Everybody else knows that. 
But you got your head so far up your ass, you can't even see the truth for what it actually is. But you will someday. Hopefully that day is today. I've given too much time to this. We're already at four minutes. And I'm done. Done with you. Done with this. Done with promos. So I must bid you adieu. Goodbye. Mwah. Good night. Bang. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, it is you who wakes me up every day. And I am forever grateful for your love. This is why I pray. You let me touch so many people. And it's all for the good. I influence so many children. I never thought that I would. And I couldn't take credit for the love they get. Because it all comes from you, Lord. I'm just the one that's giving it. And when it seems like the pressure gets to be too much, I take time out and pray. And I said, you be my crutch. Lord, I am not perfect by a long shot. I confess to you, daily. But I work hard every day, and I hope that you hear me. In my heart, I mean well, but if you'll help me to grow, then what I have in my heart begins to show. And when I get going, I'm not looking back for nothing, because I will know where I'm headed. I'm so tired of myself. I don't deserve what you've given me, but you never took it from me, because I am grateful, and I use it. If what you want from me is to bring your children to you, my regret is only having one life to do, instead of two. <laughs> the final chapter is written. Ah, another Max Wrestling special, another promo mania, another promo exhibition, and this time my opponent is the reason why birth control and condoms exist, Robert Davis. You know, I'm so glad that I don't have to placate and pander to you idiots anymore, because the nice guy act is over, and quite frankly, you all can kiss my ass. You see, Moses Marquez wants to bring in his island of misfit toys, the Too Sweet Click, and who's the ringleader? The OGRWT, Mr. Raw Wrestling Talk himself. Robert Davis. Robert Davis, you want to call me the podcast dork? Gee, that's original. No wonder you were never the promo champion. Let me tell you a little something about you, Robert Davis. Your mama went to Lamaze class. She did her breathing exercises. And then nine months later, your dumbass popped out. And the look on your mother's face was as though she sucked on a sour lemon. And Mama Davis's face never got unstuck again. Shame. Enough with the comedy, enough of the hoot nanny. Let's get down to brass tacks. You know, Robert Davis, I know why you put those eyes in your head. Because when you look in the mirror and your reflection stares back at you, it represents your inadequacies, your insecurities, and disappointment. You become the biggest disappointment in Max Wrestling history. You become a flunky, a lackey, a sidekick. And remember those two small things in between your legs that you used to call balls? Well, they now belong to the demoness and they're in a jar above her fireplace. Hell, you're a goddamn prostitute, so why don't you get on that corner and be somebody? The only problem is that somebody 
is a waste of time, space, and energy. I'm a diamond in the rough. You're a needle in a haystack. The only problem is no one's looking and no one cares to find you. You know, the amazing thing about professional wrestling is storytelling. Storytelling within words. Well, today's society, it's about a 60-year-old man and his dirty office and his fictitious five-star rating. So I pondered, I pontificated the thought, why would I want to be about five stars when I am the star? I've been a star on this show since day one. And that may ruffle some feathers and that may give you the old pit in your old stomach, but there is no doubt beyond a shadow of a doubt that I talk about it, be about it, and I can back it up. And the only thing that Robert Davis backs up is his toilet because he lacks decency and he's nothing but filth. I guess I can respect the fact, I guess, that we do this better part-time than these asshats and mouth breathers do this full-time. And I can also respect the fact that throughout everything you've been through within your life, Robert Davis, you like the proverbial professional wrestling match. You kick out it too. But let's be honest with ourselves here. You may have survived cancer, but you won't survive me. <laughs> And I love, love the fact that you think that you could go toe-to-toe with me. Because as the old saying goes, you either adapt or you perish. And please believe, I ain't going nowhere. And the one thing that I hate, fakes, phonies. So get your artificial ass out of my way and let the spotlight shine on its rightful owner, Mike Larkin, the podcast machine. And as always... It's my pleasure, but most importantly, it's your honor. I guess there's only one thing left to say. Lights out, bitch. You're listening to Hands Up by Discrepancies, one of the theme songs for Promomania 8. You can find it anywhere there is music. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music right now. And now let's find out who is taking ownership of the 2023 Iron Bank contract. Last year, DC won the briefcase and decided to introduce option DC by cashing in, not for a championship, but to guarantee himself the main event spot at Promomania this year. So, can Moses or Travis take one step closer to being a Grand Slam champion? Or will DC make history and win the Iron Bank back-to-back? Hell no. Oh, like I said, we did record with DC earlier on, but um, <coughs> for some reason, it didn't capture the audio. So you're going to see, like, a silent movie right now of me questioning DC. And I'll repeat his questions for uh, for the viewers. Um so the first round is five or die. You get one minute to answer five questions. All of DC's questions were about Bret Hart. Oh, nice. the first question was, who did the Hart Foundation defeat to win their first WWE Tag Team titles in 1987? Any ideas? Uh, the Brain Busters, whatever Tolly and Arn was. <laughs> it, it was BB. It was <laughs> British Bulldogs. Oh, great. Um, but DC did not get that one right. In what year did Bret Hart win the King of the Ring? 92. Very, very close. It was 93, which I DC see. did get right. Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> which military rank is Bret Hart's middle name? Major? <laughs> It was Sergeant. Oh, get the fuck out of here. His Brent, name is Sergeant Brett Hart. Sergeant Hart. That is terrible. That <laughs> is just terrible. I love um, it. In what year did Brett face Vince McMahon at WrestleMania? God. What obscure year was that? Uh, 95. I don't know. No, fuck no. Um, <laughs> it was like 2000. 2012. That's what DC said. <laughs> 2011? I don't know. That's my guess. Uh, it was 2010. Son of a bitch. Um, because it was the year TNA decided to go head-to-head with WWE on January 4th. Oh, that's true. And then that's the same night Brett returned to WWE to bury the hatchet with Sean after all those years. All them years. Um, and the final question was, how many times was Brett Hart WWE champion? Three. Five. He's a five-time what? champion. 
Um, so DC got two out of five in the first round. Next up, Moses, all of your questions are about the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Okay, here we go. So let's get one minute on the clock. Give me some help, Nate. <laughs> oh, brother. All right, your one minute begins. <clears throat> now, Flair was which number in the Undertaker's WrestleMania streak? Pass. Ten. Who defeated Ric Flair in a last man standing match at Survivor Series 2005? Randy Orton? Ooh, Triple H. The original four horsemen were Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and who? Ollie Anderson. Yes. In what year did Ric Flair debut in TNA? Oh, fucking hell. Um, 2003. No, he wasn't. Shit. No, 13. Give me 13. 2010. I fuck it. We fucked it up anyway. Competed in which international tournaments in August 1995 while still under contract with WCW? Uh, the IW, what was it, the uh, New Japan Cup, IWGP, oh, uh, G1. No, did he win the G1? It was the G1, yeah. Holy shit. And same as DC, that's two out of ten. I'll take it. Two out of five, sorry. Two out of five. I'm getting that five questions from. Um, so two <laughs> out of five, and Ric Flair's debut was the same night that Brett returned to WWE January 4th, 2010. Jesus In CNA. Okay, so a score of two to beat from both for Travis. And all your questions are about Jeff Hardy. Oh, ah, yeah. fuck you. Okay. <laughs> hey, that don't that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> You're telling me. Come on. Actually, now. Look, with what me. You, look what just happened here. <laughs> uh, what night did Jeff Hardy return to TNA? 2010. <laughs> ah, iconic image of him sitting on top of the Thunderdome. Not the Thunderdome. The Terradome. Terradome. What that the big that? round red cage ah. that the DNA had. Okay. Ah. One minute for the five questions begins now. What is the name of Jeff Hardy's band? Uh, it's so hard to say. Paro X Wajun. Yeah. Like <laughs> Who did Jeff Hardy pin to win the WWE Championship at Armageddon 2008? Oh, hell. Um... It wasn't Punk, was it? It was Edge. Edge. Jeff Hardy wrestled his first match for WWE in 1994 after claiming he was 18. How old was he really? 16. Yes. Who defeated Jeff Hardy for the Hardcore Championship at Invasion in 2001? Hell if I know, but I'm just going to say Raven. Oh, Ralph Van Dam. <laughs> I was just like, ah, dang, I knew that one. Final yeah, question. In 2020, who was Jeff Hardy accused of hitting with a car on SmackDown? Oh, shit. Um, uh, Seamus. It was um, Elias, but Seamus was the Elias, one that accused right. him. Uh, yeah, um, I, I wasn't watching WWE during that time. <laughs> that, that was like right after they screwed over the thing. Well, was, shit. Trust me, it got real bad right there. Real oh, bad yeah. Stuff. But apparently Jeff was okay with it. Of course he was. He was getting paid. Escape um, him, brother. So two out of five all round. Oh, shit. So no advantage for anybody going into round two, which is an old favorite, bell to bell. Ah, shit. Um, once again, the uh, screen recording did not capture the audio with DC. He had two Bret Hart matches, obviously. Um, so which one lasted the longest between Bret and Taker at Rumble 96 and Bret and Austin at Survivor Series 96? Bret and Austin. It was Bretton Austin, and it was only five seconds difference. Oh, really? It was 28.31 for Bretton Taker. Bretton Austin was 28.36. Hold on. When was this Bretton Taker? 96. Uh, Royal Rumble. It was very deceiving because I always thought it was a, like an Iron Man match because the poster or the cover had a clock on it. Oh, that's right. Um, But DC got it right, so he's on three. Uh, obviously, two Ric Flair matches for Moses. Um, first up, we have Ric Flair versus Randy Orton at Taboo Tuesday 2004 in a steel cage match. God. And Ric Flair versus Mick Foley at SummerSlam 2006 in an I Quit match. Which one lasted the longest? Oh, shh. Okay, so this is like 
legend killer Randy Orton. But then again, fucking Rick wants to, he works his ass off for motherfuckers. Um, especially like Bully. And it was Iron Man. Um, wait a minute. It's an Iron Man. I quit. Oh, I quit. I was about to say, I was like, wait a minute, you fucking answer the question <laughs> for me, Jack. Um, shit. 60 minutes, right? Right. I was about to say, that's oh, easy. Um, <laughs> I'm still leaning that way. Uh, fuck, I'm going to hate myself if I'm wrong. But yeah, give me uh, give me Rick and Foley. Rick and Foley. Okay, that was 13 minutes, 14 seconds. You're fucking kidding me. Um, The cage match was actually the main event of Taboo Tuesday. But what? it only lasted 10 minutes, 35 seconds. So you got the point. A 10-minute the- steel cage main event. That's that's why I am bat- a, a thirteen minute I quit match. Again, yeah. it's two old fox, but I mean thirteen two minutes for an I quit match, and then and, th- and then a fucking ten minute. Ca- I've never heard of a ten minute cage unless it's on. <laughs> um, the match Flair and Foley had before this at Vengeance was a two out of three falls match, and I think it only lasted like five minutes in total. I swear to God, uh, what was it? Uh, that that random like Benoit versus Triple H, uh, uh, or is it no Benoit versus The Rock cage match on like a random Raw that I talked about? I swear to God, that had to be longer than this one. Like what the fuck? Ten minutes? I'm blown away. All right, well that puts you on free as well. Let's see Let's if go. Travis can keep this uh, roll going. No. Obviously, two Jeff Hardy matches. First Both. match, Jeff versus Matt, WrestleMania 25. Okay. And second match, Jeff Hardy versus CM Punk, Night of Champions 2009. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, I'm going to have... Damn, I want to say Matt and Jeff, but... I'm recording. <laughs> yeah, uh... <laughs> Let me say Matt and Jeff. Okay. Uh, Matt and Jeff was 13 minutes, 38 seconds. Jeff versus Punk was 14 minutes, 56 ah, seconds. Let's go. I distracted him. Not even on purpose. Uh, which means Moses and DC have the most points going into the quick fire round. They go head to head for the Iron Bank. So we're we either go. getting a new Mr. Iron Bank. Or we're getting a two-time Mr. Iron Bank back-to-back. No, no two-time. Once again, the screen recording did not capture the audio. Um, DC got two out of four. So his total to beat is five. Um, So you only need three questions correct in 30 seconds to win. Here we go. Buttholes are puckering. Here we come on. And just to get warmed up, um, the four questions DC answered in 30 seconds were Breakdown in your house took place in what year? 93. 98. Um, Shane McMahon and X-Pac feuded over which championship? European. Yeah, DC got that right. Uh, Which current AEW star holds the record for the most combined time in the Royal Rumble? Jericho. Yes, DC did not get that right. And the final question he answered was, who knocked out Austin Fury at Clash at the Castle, stopping him from cashing in his money in the bank? Sheamus? <laughs> it was Tyson Fury. Oh, fuck. <laughs> just at ringside, just get the fuck out. Oh, that's right. And then he's all like singing with fucking <laughs> Drew, Mac- uh, Drew Galloway at the end and fucking McIntyre. All right. Oh, so um, we need free correct in 30 seconds to win Iron Bank. <laughs> Let's see what we can do, Jack. Uh, if you only get two right, then that means we're going to have to have a rematch next week or something, because it's going to be a draw. Cool. Down for that. OT. Okay, your 30 seconds begins. Now, which ring name has also been preceded by John, Justin, and Blackjack? Bradshaw. Yes. Who is referred to as the eighth wonder of the world? China. Andre the Giant. Oh, shit. How many times were the Briscoe Brothers Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions? Oh, fuck. Uh, 12, 13? Yes. Who did Mickey James defeat to win her current knockouts title? Uh, 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 Jordan Grace. Yes. Who is billed from wherever, way in, whatever? Orange Cassidy. Yes, time is up, and you got four. Woo! 
one step closer to Grand Slam and new Mr. I am back. Let's go. So I guess now you just need the world title and then, of course, the tag team titles. Ah, shit, that's right. Fucking yeah, we got another title. Every God time damn, somebody gets closer to being Grand Slam, there's another title added. Moving the goalpost, you mean. <laughs> it's all right, though. It's okay, because this, this one's a long time coming. World mm-hmm. title seems, I'm not going to say it seems easy, but it's Chad. And uh, well, Chad's a lawyer. I'm just kidding. I, I can't underestimate nobody right now. It is promo, man. It's the hottest game in the game. So, fuck yeah, baby. That's one check mark down in the game. Yeah, if any, if anybody knows how to carry a briefcase, it's Chad, the lawyer. Fucking A, right, baby. So, congratulations to Moses Marquez. You now have one year Man. to cash in the briefcase on any champion at any time or take option DC and use it to book yourself in next year's main events against an opponent of your choice. Ooh. And speaking of next year, it was already announced a year ago. Promomania 9 comes your way next year on April 2nd and April 4th. Once again, it'll be a two-night event as we celebrate WrestleMania 40. And fuck me, that makes me feel old. Does I mean, you're telling me I'm already old as it is. But that's right, that is next year. We still got plenty of scores to settle this year, including this next match, which started all the way back at Podcast Promo Rumble 8. Ted P. De Niro made his return to Max Wrestling as he attacked the Phoenix from behind, costing him the world title. Phoenix is looking for revenge, and it is time for the Phoenix versus Teddy P. For the first time ever. De Niro. Time's come. The fact that you joined MDO doesn't piss me off. Like I said, I've got respect for you. It's the fact that you stuck your nose in my business of Promo Rumble. That pissed me off. You stuck your nose in my business and cost me the World Championship. And now you're going to realise that actions have consequences. You screwed me over, and now you're going to pay for it. It's a shame. That's the second to last thing that will go into your head. If you don't get it, it's probably not for you to get When I hit a phone to cry, you know the game is over. They say I blaze the mic just like a flamethrower. The devil so sick, just like Neo. Flow straight comment, I do it for the people. Y'all think you're equal? Now you're just sequels. I've been here before, just call me a prequel. No. I never explained why I did what I did to you. I did what I did to you because I wanted to, because you thought that you could be the world champion. You thought that you was better than me. <laughs> oh, Phoenix. 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 Can't box with God. Put your hands down, you feeble mortal. You wouldn't know what to do with me. You wouldn't know what to do with MDO stupid dragon club you don't even know what's going to happen in the future you don't know that this is a whole takeover you will have everything and you will have nothing and I will sit there on my chair And I will laugh at you as you bleed, as you cry, 
because you finally start to understand that you can't win. You can't win. You can't win like Michael Jackson in the Scarecrow costume. You cannot win. You can't win like Philadelphia going against the 2001 Lakers. Oh, they only won one. Well, let's be frank and let's be clear. We're going to three games. And you won't win a damn thing. The Phoenix, this is the first installment of our little chapter that we will be going through. And what a beautiful start at Pomo Mania. The Phoenix. The glitch. You don't even understand why I came back to promos. I came back for you, Phoenix. It's always been you. You've always been the one that I've seen that you thought that every rule you were able to break. Did you think I forgot about your little run-in with the RWT Kingpin? Did you think I forgot? Oh, no. We never forget. And the sad part about it is, whenever I see you, Phoenix, you're going to fall. As the Phoenix rise, you shall fall. And the funny thing about it is that you will never, ever understand the true meaning of the pain that I'm going to bring towards you towards these months that is coming in, Phoenix, because this is not one and done, Phoenix. This is just the beginning. Just the beginning of our sick and horrible story together. You will fester and die. I will grow and be prominent. All you'll know is the red light. All you'll see is the darkness. The darkness. You've seen the darkness. You felt the darkness. You know the true evil, the one true heal. It's me. It's always been me, with the smiles, with the clap, with the encouragement. Because the greatest trick the devil ever taught was to make you believe that he never existed. But Phoenix, as we play devil and angel, you are no saint. And I will see you when I die in hell. <laughs> see, Phoenix, what's understood? doesn't need to be explained and yet you're steady trying to explain you're steady trying to figure it out but you never will not until I let you this is the first installment of our nice little battle that you would like to say I hope you guys enjoy the feud because it's never ending just like cardi b once you beef with me you be forever <laughs> goodbye
Um, okay, um, we'll check on on Phoenix in a little bit, but welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. It's Promo Mania Eight Night One. Don't miss Night Two. That's right, everyone's excited. Tell Don't me. miss Night Two this Thursday, and here's what's coming up: Kenny Killer defends the Knowledge Championship against Beer in full trivia mayhem. Your first ever Max Wrestling Tag Team Champions will be crowned as the Phoenix and my alter ego, the Shape. Represent Dragon Club against the modern day Outlaws Cypher and Travis the Walker Anderson. And your main event for night two. We will finally have a world champion once again. It will be Chad Malcolm versus the new Mr. Iron Bank, Moses Marquez. Damn right. Be there this Thursday and every single Thursday. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, wherever it is you may be joining us and head to the website maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Sorry, when you say it slow, it makes it easier. And you are currently <laughs> listening to another one of Promo Mania's theme songs. It is You Seem Proud by Mad Kelly from the EP Human. And you can find it right now on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, and wherever the hell else music is. Still to come tonight, the television championship will be decided as the captain challenges Daniel Crimmins. But first, it's time for the dumb shit people say online. It is Shit Mark Say. Son of a bitch. OMG. Eggplant emoji. WTF. Santa Claus emoji. Thought he was dead. LOL. Peach emoji. Shit marks. Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. Oh. Um, all right. Who you got first? That's not been very oozy. Okay. So, um, TikTok is a great place to interact as well. It's not just for, for you to post. And uh, I've been getting more on the post, and so I appreciate all the new followers, by the way. Max Wrestling UK on TikTok, we appreciate you. But um, there is one video that had went around, and I'm I'm personally saying it's not getting enough love. And there's a, there is an idiot in it, but first I kind of want to – I think I'm going to take the fun opportunity to show it. So this comes from Wrestle.Everything. This is their page. It's got a bunch of likes already. So if you pay attention to the video here, it's pretty much talking about how Kenny took his, uh, his I guess, his strength, if you will, and ensured that Vikingo did not kill himself by slamming his, the back of his head up against, uh, up against the apron. Well, let's just say um, there's a fellow by the name of Spaded Up. We're totally changing his name because we're going to stick with the gimmick. I changed his name for the protection of his identity. He says, so he did his job. Was the initial comment. So my and then my rebuttal to him was very simple. I was like, well, yes and no. I said the guy was pointing. I said the guy is pointing out that Kenny lifted him at the perfect at the perfect time, allowing Vikingo to be able to do the move without slamming his head on the apron, considering that's not a normal move. The guy decides to again, so he did his job. And I'm like, no, that's that's not what it is. Normally in a hurt, and then I went on to explain about how a normal hurricane runner, most guys immediately hit the floor after their head scissors. It's not one where they're maintaining, um, you know, it's not all about rotation. The guy, the guy's mainly taking the bump. This was about Kenny ensuring he was safe, and then he took his bump. This was, it's just to, to the, uh, what's the terminology here? To the knowledgeable, it was a small thing that we could appreciate. To the idiots, he's doing his job. That's why you suck at yours. And uh, don't fuck up my fries again, bud. Oh my god! Oh boy! Um. All right. So, uh, I'm not going to change the name on this one actually because it actually sums him up perfectly. Um, embarrassed Spartan, and so you should be. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, seems to be mad. Uh, at Claudio Castagnoli, who says Claudio really left WWE to rerun a 12-year-old Shikara feud with Eddie Kingston. Face off. So. so. Um, do, do you know how long? Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have been best friends, and now they're like headlining WrestleMania. The innuendo, and that's baby. literally the story. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> Didn't they have a giant feud against each other as well? Because best friends going like so. Don't yep. come on, come on. Yeah, dude. And you know what? And you know what? The same dude. If heaven forbid Kevin ever leaves, the same dude will be super mad that the fucking Mount Rushmore of PWG would get back together. Oh, what the fuck is you doing? And that's a fucking, it's a 17-year-old thing. Who cares? We loved it. It's, what's, what's, the, what's the term I use all the time? Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Yeah. And for those who watch Chikara, 
even a little bit, or you even fucking just seen highlights of them back in the day. It's 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 something you want to see, and it's nostalgic. So guess what? We gonna like it. We gonna like it. You are an idiot. Oh, uh, yeah. You know who Ric Flair feuded with when he went to TNA? Sting and Dang. Hogan. You know who he feuded with in WCW? Sting and Hogan. <laughs> Hogan. Uh, hey, who do you feud with in NWA? Uh, oh, Sting. <laughs> if, oh, if Dusty was still wrestling, he would have fought Dusty in TNA. Yep. Yep. Let's keep it funky here. Like that That's a feud that, that stemmed fucking generations, baby. Right. Um, yeah. Hell, I wouldn't be surprised if they got one more out of each other. I swear to God, I would not be surprised. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what else we got? Um, geez, Louise. I will find something. Oh, no, not more bad shit. Okay, not- oh, yeah, I got one. Okay, I got here one. we go, here we go. All right. I, lo- I found this one the other day, and I completely lost it. Um, Vince McMahon has reimbursed WWE $17.4 oh million dollars for the cost of his hush money. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to borrow a name. Stocks. I'm, I'm going to borrow a name from um, Avengers uh. just to change this guy's name. So, Noob Master 10,000 or whatever the fuck it is. So, actually, it also says weed users in his in his handle. So yeah, I can tell. Um, Give us says, a bad name. Give us a bad name. What are you doing? <laughs> okay, let's go with noob weed user. There you go. Says now we know he's innocent, so it was worth it. Um, <laughs> another another uh, user come claps back with, please point out where he's innocent. Yes, please do. Uh, this this is where he pointed to. The fact he's back in charge after the investigation, so no wrongdoing was found. No, he he's he's the majority shareholder of the company, and they can't tell him no. <laughs> I love when people don't understand like the super dumb things, like the super simple things. He owns a majority of the company. If he yeah. wants to come back, there's no telling him no. He'll come back, and you'll just have to grin and bear it. He just. <laughs> Not allowed to be head of creative because that would be a breach of whatever contract is going on. But that doesn't mean he can't sit in gorilla and tell fucking right? Triple H, I don't like that. Do it, change it. I don't like that. You change it. But pops. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. And <sighs> the fact that he's not in jail yet does not mean he's innocent. No, by no means. By he, no he's means. getting new lawsuits every fucking day. He literally, I swear to God, he just got one. I swear to God, he did. I swear to God, I just seen one. Like, oh, no, no, sorry. That's right. I'm wrong. I'm a thousand. I'm over here getting people all antsed up and jumping. No, it was his uh, his stock document, his his stock exchange document where he sold a bunch of WWE stock to give them back their money. I'm I, like, okay. I bet when OJ got released, this guy was like, that means he didn't do it. That means. OJ was still cheering them on. That's right, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. They in this together. Him and fucking uh, goddamn uh, Bill Cosby. Oh, oh. Mm, you got out of it, buddy. I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and as it's a two night event, Promo Mania, there will be more shit marks say in two days on night two. But they oh. are marks, and that's the shit they say. Please stop. Please stop. Oh. If, if more in, if there's going to be more in two days. There's going to be more. Uh, we got more coming. I can only imagine how much worse it's going to get. <laughs> oh. um, thank you for joining us for night one. And now, as Mark Henry would say, it's time for the main event. Right. Last year, after Iron Bank, DC announced he would waive his right to the title cash. And instead, he wanted to introduce a new option. He booked himself against the Demoness in the main event of this year's promo mania. Recently, DC became our television champion and the promo exhibition became a title match. Just a couple weeks ago, DC announced that the match results would be decided by judges, much to the dismay of the Demoness. So she has stepped out, and the captain has stepped in. Do this. Yeah, they tell you that you should quit trying. You were too small, and you were 
tell you the chance is too slim The world is too big But you say how come I'm ready to light a new fire Raise a new flag across a new sea And if I'm never the one in your way Then put your head down and run right through me get one thing straight right off the bat I'm not here because I want to be TV champion I didn't ask for this you didn't ask for this the only reason I'm facing you right now is because you drove your original opponent away and not in a good way now I understand it's easy to get carried away when your head's full of ideas hell my brain is ticking 24 7 but I also understand that you need to show your opponent some respect at all times. Especially someone like a demoness. Now luckily, Dan, I respect you. But I would be remiss if I said the concept of being television champion for the first time wasn't appealing. After all, I've made plenty of history on this show. I didn't ask to be the first world champion, but it happened. I didn't ask for the shift, but it happened. And both of those events were beneficial to this brand. Look at what we've achieved in the last eight years, but especially in the last three years. Look at all the memories we've already made with the world championship. Now, the reason I stepped up when the Demoness stepped down was this whole concept of bringing back judges. Something that caused nothing but chaos last time. Because you see, I'm not afraid to be judged. I've been judged, vindicated, and validated since day one. I've been under a microscope from the first time I picked up a microphone. If anyone knows what it's like to be judged by others, it's me. So if you make me your TV champion tonight, I vow to make some changes to this championship because we need to separate the TV title from the world title, which right now appear to be defended in the same manner. If I become TV champion, I say we keep the world title exactly how it is, specializing in cinematic matches, but we make the TV title the workhorse belt. No special effects, no gimmicks, no camera cuts. We keep it exactly like this. A shoot promo in one take. And let's say the winner of TV title matches after tonight is the person who stays closest to five minutes. But that only happens if you make me your TV champion. And this is the last time we ever have a judging panel. Hey Mike, how you doing? So bring your judges. Bring Mike. Bring Rob. Bring the 82nd Airborne for all I care. Bring the bearded bald guy that still so desperately craves my attention for all I give a fuck. This isn't about me. This is about match wrestling. This is about doing what's right. So like I said, judge me. Excuse me if I'm not as excited as I should be. This was not my original plan. That's for damn sure. And that was my own fucking problem, my own fucking fault. And I own up to that. I've addressed that privately. And this is where that will stay private. Initially, I wasn't going to do this. I was just going to 
hand the title over, say, do with it whatever you will. But the show needs to go on. And yeah, I've been debating Robet now what I'm going to do. I'm going to go through with it. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not just going to just say, you know, fuck it, whatever. Watch it all burn. That leads us here. Initially, I thought I was cashing in for <clears throat> a spot in the main event of night two. Because let's be real, that's the real main event. But, see, I got robbed at that. got robbed of that. Instead of putting this match on last, which is what I cashed in on, I got bumped to night one. But fuck it, whatever. Really don't care. Really don't care one bit. So let's think about what brought us here. I won money Iron in the Bank last year. The Iron in the Bank briefcase or whatever you want to call it, contract. I really couldn't give two shits. Did it for something to do. Didn't need it. I was content. And I thought, hey, why not compete against the absolute best? And I got excited. I got overexcited and I did things that I shouldn't have done. Acted in a way that is not who I am. But, you know, some things you can't take back and that's, fuck it, it is what it is. Having said that, there's a couple things that I feel need to get said. Initially, had I lost, that was going to be it. You know, and I fully expected it. Didn't expect to win, but, you know, whatever. Brings me here. This will be my last promo ever. You know, I I am fully intending to be done this time. You know, I've done everything I have set out to do. Having said that, I had wanted so much to have a title here that would be contested under old school rules. Rules in which old school promos must be a winner, must be a loser, no cinematic fucking bullshit. If you like that, cool. Good for you. I fucking don't. This Overplayed and not good. It's just uh, the same old thing. What happened to old school promos? Two guys, two people, do whatever you want. Just shooting a promo. What happened to that? That was good. What happened to the days when you had absolute heavy hitters? What happened? What happened to the old school days when they actually had meat, actual substance? I don't, I don't feel I see it here. And... I have the utmost respect for what the captain has put together. You know, he's put together an amazing, truly amazing thing here. And I thought, try and bring back the old school. But hey, that was the past. 
and can't keep living in the past. So, where do we go from here? We let the past be where it is. Fucking dead and buried. So you want to continue to do your cinematic bullshit on the same old format over and 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 over again? Cool. Do it. Fuck it, I don't care. I have done everything I've set out to do. I started shooting on things because I didn't care. I never needed any fucking gimmicks. I never needed any fucking, you know, filters. I never needed to be anybody but me. I never needed any masks, any names. I never needed any, you know, gimmicks respect to the individuals who have done that Walker Alhafe whoever that works for you do it I never needed it but whatever that's what you want to do do it I have no need to do it eh been there done that But as for this, fuck it. Have at it. Again, Captain, whatever you're doing, want it? It's yours. Do with it what you will. Put it up in another fucking cinematic promo. But I got a feeling old school ways are not gone. Because why is it? I will leave you with this point to ponder. Why is it that so many people tune in to see the old school. Anytime you see an old school night on Raw or SmackDown or whatever, much as you may say you hate it, people still tune in for it. People still want the old school way. And it works. But hey. It is what it is. Had fun while it lasted. But sometimes you just gotta know when to say goodbye and good night. Bang. All right, judges, you have, whoever you may be, 24 hours to decide the winner of the TV title match and the winner will be announced on night two. So, once again, thank you for spending your Tuesday with us for night one. Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, Pencil Neck Geeks, this week on the A to B of Retro Rewind. That's right, so let's keep it short, simple, and uh, beautiful, if you will. The kicking it with the TSK is driving a forbidden door to... Um, like super gigantic mystery card. We're going fucking as fantasy booking as fantasy booking can be. Why? Because we fucking can. So uh, join us for that retro. We talked about this last week. Retro may go away for in favor of an impact review. We still have yet to make a decision. Decisions made. We'll let y'all know. But until then, make sure you guys are making and checking out all the socials. You can find us on the evil Twitter machine at Max Wrestling UK at the Captain Five One Two and at SMR Podnet. Check out the website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. And do not forget to hit that subscribe, that follow button on Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, TikTok, and right here on YouTube. Get us to our goal of 500, please, and thank you. Damn right. And with that said, join us in two days for Promomania 8 Night 2. We predict WrestleMania 39. We crown the first ever tag team champions, and we finally crown a new world champion. It all goes down this Thursday. Do not miss it. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. 
goodbye, Mwah. and good night. Bring all the gold home. Come on. Two days.